So my approach to horse health is identifying the underlying causes. In the holistic model of healthcare, that's the way we do it because that's the root of all the issues. It's the root of all the imbalances. Welcome to the Healing Horses with Alicia podcast. I'm Alicia Edwards, and I'm going to be your host. This is a unique podcast solely dedicated to the natural horse. The information that I'm going to cover in each and every episode is based on thousands of success cases using natural health care, practical wisdom, and science. You're going to learn what horses need to live their best lives, body, mind, and spirit, and how diet, nutritional therapy, natural remedies, and holistic horse keeping can work for your horse on all three levels. So my hope and my goal for each episode of this podcast is to help equip yourself with the knowledge you need to make informed decisions for your horse's health, no matter what's happening with them, and to feel good about the decisions you're making with less stress, overwhelm, and confusion. So this is episode one of this podcast, and I'm going to talk about myself. I'm going to introduce myself, my background, my experience, how I ended up doing this job working with all these horses, uh, and more importantly, the approach I take and the philosophy I have around horse health and wellness. So my journey in healthcare started when I was young, under the age of 10. I grew up in a household where my dad was a pharmacist and my mom was on her way to becoming a nutritionist for humans at the time. She'd later become the author of Healing Horses Their Way and she's also a homeopath too. So on one side, I had a very allopathic approach and then on the other, I had a very holistic approach. I used to get chronic ear infections and strep throats when I was a child and I remember my dad bringing home the antibiotics and all the medication and my mom was you know, crushing up garlic and giving us vitamin C and probiotics. So I knew very early on that it, it was different, that right, the two approaches were very different. Um, and I don't think I quite understood why at that point, but I knew there was a division there. So later on, I started to become older and I started to really start thinking about all of that. And I ended up working for both my parents. I worked for my dad in the pharmacy and I also worked with my mom in her natural health care clinic. So I had the experience. I knew there was value in both and I wanted to really learn more about the chemistry. I wanted to understand more about the building blocks to life. It was always a bit of a passion and an interest of mine. So when I was ready to go to university, I ended up doing my Bachelor of Science at the University of Alberta in chemistry. And throughout my degree, I focused a lot on the biological sciences. So the microbiology, the biochemistry, the organic chemistry, anatomy and physiology. And I was lucky enough before I even graduated to get an intern position at a local biotech company where I would spend the next five or six years working in the lab as a chemist. So that job was a really great experience. I learned a lot about science. I also learned a lot about problem solving. So our job was to arrive at a certain molecule with a lot of different steps. So the less steps you needed, the better. And I also learned that it doesn't always work out the way you think. And sometimes you never know why, even though that's what all the textbooks think. So I really started being able to think critically during that period of time. So by the time I was done and I returned to my roots back with my mom and the horses and working in natural health, I was thinking pretty different. My way of thinking was very, very different. So I started to incorporate a lot of what I learned about the science into what I was doing with the horses. 
And one of the biggest takeaways I remember when I started working with horses again and, you know, using the diet, the lifestyle, the natural medicine with them is how well they responded. I remember being just amazed at how fast they would heal, like how fast they would come back once you figured out what they really needed for good health and where their physical imbalances were and emotional sometimes too. So it was really quite amazing to watch some of those transformations and recoveries. And I kind of got hooked. I started getting more and more immersed. And I started probably working with horses on a more full-time basis starting in about 2011. So I started working with a lot of one-on-ones. I started educating a little bit. And I just started learning as much as I could about horses and natural health. So fast forward to today, I've worked with probably thousands of horses now with a variety of different health challenges. Of course, one of the biggest health challenges the horse world is seeing today is equine metabolic syndrome, PPID, laminitis. That's a huge proportion of the horses I work with. But there's also a lot of other issues that come up for horses, including some immunity challenges, chronic infections, skin issues, COPD. There's just a ton of health problems that are coming forward all the time. So my approach to horse health is identifying the underlying causes. In the holistic model of healthcare, that's the way we do it because that's the root of all the issues. It's the root of all the imbalances. And one thing about health that I definitely know to be true is that the body's always looking for a way to restore balance. And it can take so much of those underlying causes before things start to go sideways, right? Before the symptoms become clinical, meaning you're seeing them, the horse isn't feeling well, and then you have to do something about it. So by just going back to the beginning and figuring out how it all started and what is happening inside that horse to create those symptoms and those conditions, that's how you come up with effective solutions. That's how you formulate effective programs. So that's probably the most important step, no matter what you're doing or how you're trying to help your horses, figuring out the why. How did this happen? How did it develop? And then from there, figuring out the most appropriate path forward. So I use diet, food rules for horses. So whenever you're formulating a program, the food comes first. Something that doesn't get near enough attention today with horse health is food intolerances. So there's a lot of horses that have different preferences. They have allergies. They have intolerances to the food they're eating. And sometimes if you don't remove those, it's really, really difficult to correct. It's really difficult to guide them back to good health again. So that's really, really important. Also, feeding with purpose. So why are you feeding what you're feeding? Is it serving the horse? Are you feeding them what they're designed to eat and digest and metabolize and process? So that's the first sort of step. The second one There's a lot of information on nutrition out there for horses. There's a lot of horses on different multis and different combinations of supplements. And what I find is if you don't properly address nutrient deficiencies for that horse, it is also very difficult to get the results you're looking for. There are a ton of nutrient deficiencies that come up for horses. And sometimes those multis don't cut it because there's so many ingredients in them. And sometimes it's just not enough. They need more of one thing in many cases. So a big part of what I do is nutritional therapy, finding out what that horse is going to respond to the best given their health profile. So finding the nutrient, making sure their form is bioavailable, and also figuring out the appropriate dosage for them. And that can vary from horse to horse. And then we get into the natural medicine. So there we're looking at herbs, we're looking at different plants. Horses respond 
amazingly well to plants because it's part of their natural food chain. They not only get nutrition out of them, but a lot of these plants have medicinal properties as well. And because many of our horses can't go out and forage and, you know, be able to walk 20 miles every day and eat what they want and search and get what they need, we have to start providing that for them. So that can be a little bit of a challenge. It can also be a source of depleted nutrients for them too, because we just don't have the land. A lot of these horses are on 100% hay diets. And we also have other tools in our toolbox. So I am currently working my way to become a homeopath. So I should have my credentials hopefully in the next year. Homeopathy offers tremendous value for every horse health program. It's energy medicine. It's been around for hundreds of years. It's very effective and horses respond really, really well to that. So I use homeopathy as part of my programs. Uh, you can also start looking at flower essences too. For those of you that have an interest in that, they can be really, really helpful for the emotional health of the horse too. So there's a lot of different natural remedies. There's a ton of different natural modalities being used for horses today. So truly the hardest part is figuring out what's going to be most effective for your horse. So that's what I hope that I'm able to help you with throughout this podcast. So I really hope the information you learn in this podcast helps you get a better understanding of what your horse needs for better health, but also how to use some of these things to improve their health. You know, with the thousands of horses that I've worked with, it is very rare that a horse doesn't have something. But there's always things that you can notice about a horse that can sometimes be little clues or little red flags to start practicing prevention as well. So I'll be talking a lot about prevention as we go forward with this podcast as well. I hope you enjoy everything you learn in this podcast and we'll see you next time. 